bandwidth for the Weird Things podcast provided by Wired Tree. For sites of any size and world-class customer service, head on over to wiredtree.com. Hello and welcome to the Weird Things Podcast. I'm Adrian Main, joined by Brian Brushwood. Yo! Mr. Justin Robert Young. Hello. And Bryce Castillo. Hello. Gentlemen, I want to start off the story with a delightful tale of two wild animals, two species in which we love, gorillas and chimpanzees. Okay. Scientists. They ever get together and argue like one wants to play chess, the other one wants to play beat you up? (laughs) Well, Brian... Oh, geez. In this story, <laughs> a scientist for the first time ever uh, witnessed a different kind of interaction they had not seen before between chimps and gorillas. Uh, and, oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Oh, okay. I already, was it, was it I already diplomacy or negotiation? No, I think I have a guess. Uh, but, but, I, but, but, but it sounds like there are more details before I guess. So this is a, there's a team, the Wongo Chimpanzee Project's been studying the great apes in their park for several years. From 2014 to 2018, the team documented nine occasions in which chimpanzees and gorillas hung out together, which they often do in this park and elsewhere in Eastern and Central Africa. And these encounters were always people and occasionally involved co-feeding and fruit trees. And it even went to some playful interactions between the great ape species. So imagine their surprise when in 2019, the team witnessed not one, but two violent encounters, each in fatalities. In both cases, chimpanzees formed coalitions, attacked the gorillas, and used their greater numbers to their advantage. Okay, that was so not they, what I thought. I thought it was going to be like a chimpanzee was like, no, wait, watch. You use a stick and you poke it in the ant mound, and now you have ants on a stick. And the gorilla was like, whoa, that's a good trick. No, turn, instead turn, they squatted it. up and hunted and, and them like pack animals. Yeah, yeah. So that had never happened we, before. Or that that is that is rare. They never observed it before. Never observed. Yeah. Uh, uh and uh, did uh, okay. Uh, oftentimes, I, I, I not to go all Columbo, but um, what's the motive here? <laughs> well, we'll we'll get in we'll get in a second. But like the the gorillas were in the outer range of the chimps' territory, and I'll give you. Let me give you the numbers here. A group of 27 chimps attacked oh. five gorillas, two male silverbacks, and two adult females on one infant. Oh. Um, oh. Could have at least kidnapped the infant and raised it as one of their own. Well, they didn't this, raise it, it as their own, Brian. Disney movie? Like, this is the, this is the, the cold, hard world yeah. of, of the wild, yeah. Brian. Yeah, Brian, they kidnapped the infant, but they did not raise it as their own. Uh, they ate. Uh, wait, yeah, let's they move ate on. It? We're rolling on. We're rolling on. Uh, We're rolling on. <laughs> uh, 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 wow. So, uh, I guess, how much do <laughs> chimps have a, a reputation of hunting in packs in in general? Just beyond the 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 gorilla violence. Uh yeah, they're known for doing this with monkeys. They're known for doing this. Uh, chimps. Chimps are omnivores, they are opportunistic meat eaters, and they will eat, you know, they will do this, um, you know, they're known for basically, uh, they will, chimps, chimps are the delightful little jerks of the wild. Like, they will kidnap uh, infant humans. They're known for doing this. And 
they it's, it does not end well for the infants. Uh, so in this war for the planet of the apes, uh, the uh, uh, <laughs> why did you mug? Because, yeah, audio listeners, you just missed a very coquettish look directly down the barrel Ooh. of the camera for Brian. <laughs> title of a movie um yeah <laughs> oh okay okay guys yeah, there now, you go yeah, sorry just in I, case, I, I, yeah <laughs> people didn't get that go ahead um uh what's funny is if you told me this was about a deer or about like an invasive group of um poachers humans or whatever i don't i wouldn't have blinked an eye but it, i suppose it's the similarity between uh or or, or i i i, I I don't know. I, I guess it's how close I perceive uh, those great apes that that it seems weird. But, but. well, the, Brian, uh, there's another great ape uh, that <laughs> does these things, and cannibalism is not completely no longer practiced in certain parts of the world. Uh, yeah, uh, I, I'm glad you brought up what a disappointment season three of Hannibal is. Uh, the, uh, yeah, no, it's, uh, I mean, ultimately I would imagine that, that, that a gorilla is different enough from a chimpanzee. I mean, first of all, we have, we have stories of people with missing fingers who are raising chimpanzees as pets. And then they're all like, oh no, you didn't mean it. Um, I, I, I'm sure they just thought I was having a stroke and thought that biting off my fingers would fix it. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, so it's it's the, the reasons for it. Scientists say it may have to do with like maybe climate change affecting the availability of fruit. There's certainly problems with like the lands in which they lived have been encroached upon by people, and so uh, you know we we may be part of the instigator of this when there's plenty of room for them to do as they please. But the, all, the you know this part of Africa, the Congo, has uh, you know dealt with calamity after calamity. You know it, it, it's always been a in somewhat hostile environment, not helped by like, you know, being, you know, exploitation, you know, from colonialism, et cetera. And, you know, the, the abuses of the people that put upon there that took a system was already probably uh, very chaotic and made it worse and still is never going to put it back together. And like, you know, I was reading the Michael Crichton book Congo actually, and then he talks about like in this region and mentions like, Oh, this tribe, which practices cannibalism on a regular basis. I'm like, well, I wonder if like, Whatever happened to that? And I go pull up Wikipedia. Nope, still happening, you know. And then the the book kind of goes into saying, "Here's the thing about cannibals: is that like they're generally very nice people, very polite, very gracious, whatever. But this is just the thing, you know. And then there are people like, no, that's not true. That's a that's a myth said by you know Westerners to sort of like, ah, no, it's pretty well documented. And you know, I mean, what I want to know is uh, whether or not a crime was committed. And it seems to me like we have to have a, 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 a ape court and uh, you know, <laughs> have, have the surviving members of the gorillas come and, and, yeah. and plead their case. Hi, I'm John Ape, and this is my court. <laughs> ape court. Uh, uh, all right. I'd like to order, order in the ape court. I'd like to call first uh, uh, representative, the attorney for the uh, uh, chimps, Andrew Maine. Also, right off to the side, uh, Nim is signing all of this for, for anybody who gets just to prove that he can. John Ape says, can it? <laughs> Uh, to you, <laughs> sorry. person adding context and color. Uh, I, back to back to Andrew, the the uh, attorney for the chimps. 
I need to know what the specific charge here is. What is that that, that my my clients are guys can climb that get down from there? Okay, uh, what is it that my clients like? Uh, no, you cannot eat your face, my guy. What are they being charged with? I'll be the judge of that. <laughs> don't, don't throw that, Johnny. Don't, don't throw that. Up. Um. Uh, all right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. your, your 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 clients are being charged. Your Honor, he's with... clearly trying the old tried and tired defense of the crazy apes, and we all know that they're I haven't not even crazy. done they your do introduction exactly. yet. Okay. All right. You knock it off. I'm clearly the prosecution because that's you're, the only you're, role. Well, that. yeah, you're the prosecution. Okay. <laughs> but right. I mean, we're trying to do a show. I'm trying to get this thing to a hundred episodes so I can start pushing syndication. <laughs> Jeez, it's already a total disaster. Okay, so your charges for your clients in this, the John Ape Court of Law uh, television show, is uh, uh, that that uh, uh, they uh, were not, they've never been observed doing this, and that uh, the, the family of the uh, uh, gorillas, gorillas that were killed uh, are now looking for restitution. Okay, you say there was a gorilla killed. Yeah. I haven't seen a body. I haven't seen any proof of this. <laughs> no. We just have hearsay. Okay. Where well, is let the me, body for this gorilla? Let me introduce the prosecution okay, for you. the uh, 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 gorilla's Brian Brushwood. Uh, you know what, Your Honor? Uh, I think that response is a bunch of mm, ape dung, by which I mean, here's your body, Your Honor, <laughs> oh. because clearly they ate them, Our including that baby, that poor defenseless baby gorilla. He could have grown up I to be the next his king of Kong. This prosecution's a pile of crap. I'm not going <laughs> to stand for this. Oh, no. All he right. can fling that all he wants. Uh, by the way. I uh, consider uh, uh, an uh, insult to my chimpanzee clients, by the way. Uh, also, uh, right now, I'm, I'm actually, I'm actually making a note. Uh, so there's like a pop-up video graphic that pops up after the second throwing crap thing that this is a normal way that ape uh, lawyers are... <laughs> Are, are, are uh, you know, conduct themselves. And at this point, on behalf of uh, the gorillas, I begin to beat my chest and be like, you want to go? You want to go? Where's your sticks? Uh, order in the court, not in John Ape's court. Look at my adorable clients here, smoking their cigars, <laughs> riding their bicycles, dressed up in outfits and having tea time. Do you really think they're capable of doing the horrific thing you said? Sorry, well, they're, well, they're definitely gorillas here. Can't, can't, have yet to pay repetitions for for New York City and what would happen there. <laughs> All right, that now we're getting outside the scope of John Ape's court. Uh, uh, we we have we have a family of, of gorillas that were dead, and your clients were there no, at the scene. I believe it was one, 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 one. They Wait. attacked. So you do admit that they did kill one gorilla. No, I'm <laughs> saying when the ape cop wrote the ticket, that's what it said. This sounds like a technicality. What I'm do you say to that? Hold on. I'm going to take a moment to take a sip from my ape cocoa. The gorilla. Oh, my God. God damn it. They're I find <laughs> in favor of the chimpanzees. You've done your clients a tremendous disservice. We'll see you later on John Ape's Ape Court. At this point, all... all <laughs> All murder shakes for Ape Corps. Just beating the hell out of me. <laughs>
All clients on uh, ApeCord are furnished with uh, uh, rotary telephones and a uh, pile of bones. Suits provided by yeah. Men's Warehouse. Suits, yeah, suits provided by Great Apes. When you want a Great Ape suit, go to Great Ape Suits. Now, bringing justice to the ape kingdom isn't easy, folks. That's why we need your support. Indeed. I'm really glad that you brought that up because patreon.com slash weird things is where you can support this very show. If you head on over there right now, you give us a little bit of your hard-earned coin. We will continue to give you these episodes as well as the After Things podcast, which is what happens after we do weird things. We talk about all of our entrepreneurial stuff. And tell you what, there have been a lot of good episodes lately because we've had a lot of stuff that's in the works and launching. And we uh, we, we go into some uh, uh, pretty specific details uh, on, uh, on, on After Things. And here's so. a promise you won't get from any other podcast. 100% of all the money donated to patreon.com slash weird things will go to ape related impulses in that it's in that we spend we're we're all spending the money on things that we wanted yeah we we just mostly it's us but we do talk about apes a lot just in general like i would i would reckon it's probably a solid 20 percent of all of my communication with andrew over the lifetime of our (laughs) multi-decade friendship You just say it like it's a bad thing? I don't. No, I'm saying it like I'm trying to quantify it. I just want to let everybody know. Yes. So our next story comes from a contributor named Bryce. (laughs) And it just just reads, help, help. There are chimpanzees everywhere. Only you can get here in time. Stop. Uh. Yeah, I, I once wrote a story when I was in high school, and it was like a journal, and it was a scientist saying that he's been studying these little, these tiny little monkeys, and they're, he says that they're they're creative, but they're really dumb. I'm going to try dissecting one of them or something like this. And then the journal ends, and it has these little bloody footprints walking across the page. <laughs> I, 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 I like the idea of it because I, I said stop like it was a telegram, and I love the idea that somebody is like, as if it's a phone call, like they're they're sending a telegram as they're being killed <laughs> and then the telegraph operator makes sure to put the word stop at the stop. end of the mid sentence line <laughs> <laughs> a mel brooks movie waiting to happen <laughs> so uh hey uh you know nostalgia is pretty cool right you yeah. all remember nostalgia yeah yeah although it pains me a little bit to remember it mm. that's true that's true you know i mean covid cool and all you know i mean that's what the co stands for (laughs) yeah right i mean you know death rate's horrific all of this it's fine if we're gonna have a horrible disaster to befall us and depress us and watch people we love die fine but you know you're a hipster it's not good enough you know like it's just a new thing yeah how about how about bringing back the plague oh you mean the actual bubonic plague Mm-hmm. Hmm. So, wait. What do you mean by bringing it back? Like, like only me ways. and my cool friends can get it, or is this going to go mainstream like COVID did? <gasps> wait a minute. Well, Hold on. If it is a hipster thing, then that's something. If 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 plague was carried by fleas on rats, the only person like if you're in a group of people at Denny's at three a.m. and one person's got a pet rat, that person's going to be a hipster. Yeah. Uh, this is a whole nother sojourn a- into who's most likely, what stereotype is most likely to own a rat. But uh... yeah, it's actually a horrific story. Um, okay. That is that there, there is a young girl has died, and there is to remind us that, like, yes, 
nature wants to kill us. Mm-hmm. And there was a, uh, basically they detected a plague in six counties in Colorado, including a young, a 10 year old girl recently died from causes so to with infectious disease. And so, you know, I start off with a joke and then I, I realize uh, that people's lives are I, affected I, by this. I, 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 am I half remembering? And I, I just assume you know more about this than I do, but uh, did, did, did I make up remembering that there was some contingency that we're maintaining that the plague wasn't actually carried by fleas on the backs of rats, but instead some other vector or, or, or am I remembering arguments from the 1600s? Um, uh, I, I, I thought, I thought there was some kind of scientific back pedal on that, but it, it's, it's fine if, if, if I just so, made that up. So what happens is that, you can get it. You get you can get bubonic plague because the rat because like the you can get the fleas probably on rats to get to you and get affect you. But then you can develop bubonic plague, but it can get severe enough, and then uh, it can reach the lungs, and then you can spread it, and that's when it becomes pneumonic plague. Yeah. Uh, still, still has that p word. Uh, don't 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 love it. Mm-hmm. Don't love the p word. Uh, um, yeah. So uh, yeah. Man, that sucks. Uh, and, and, and is is there, my guess is there's no vaccine. <laughs> Otherwise, it seems like we would have gotten vaccinated. Well, it's a against- ba- yeah, because it's a bacteria, so it's harder to sort of, you know, prevent it. But it is treatable. It's a thing, if you notice early, with the early onset, this is what's going on, because it might look like flu. You might feel like you have flu and a really bad flu. And we don't really, I don't know any of the details about this, but I could imagine that this may have been a case like, oh, maybe it's COVID, COVID. They take, oh, no, it's not COVID. Everything's, you know, just go home and rest off the flu. And I'm, I'm making this up. I have no idea what happened. Okay, sure, but sure, sure. But, 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 but that, that is a, a scenario I could totally picture where it's just, um, it's uh, kind of, as you said, hipster enough that it, that it flies under the radar and uh, everyone's looking for the mainstream diseases. Nobody's looking for me, the plague. I mean, I, I, yeah. I guess it, to this as a killer is very spare based on that World Health Organization uh, infographic that we were looking at that, that we have in the modern era, uh, which is between 2010 and at that point, 2015, under 600 people had died, uh, you know, obviously in comparison to the Middle Ages when 50 million people died, estimated, of, 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 of the plague. So I guess this is something where it is treatable and uh uh you know deaths are rare yeah yeah it is one of these things that once you know that you have it we can do like an ambiotic load we can do a lot of things to sort of you know help you with it but it's just it's knowing what you have and that's that's one of the problems is that better diagnostic tools could for set aside being able to have cures for stuff knowing earlier on what somebody has if you can bring in treatment early, you can help them out. And sometimes the frustrating part is that a doctor is going to say, well, I'm not, and, and not to blame a doctor, but like you've come in with a thing, they're going to test for the most common thing. And then they're going to wait a few days to see if that's it or whatever the time like this. And like, okay, now we'll test for the rarer thing. But that's when sort of critical time is elapsing. And it's because of costs and whatnot. And it's it's not 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 a criticism of the way that's done, but it is sort of, hey, we can lower the cost of te- you know, if you could go in there and you could like you know give a few drops of blood or whatever and test for everything. That would be wonderful. Well, and and that will be kind of uh, one of one of the biggest advances. I I think we'll get to see in our lifetime is AI 
AI uh, lab techs, basically, where it's like they can they can they can slice down, you know, uh, take a single vial of blood and just run all the tests, and you know, have it. In fact, as long as we're making stuff up, uh, have it be in a solar power run facility, you know, out in the middle of the Arizona desert or whatever. Um, I don't know. Well, yeah, there, there's. Remember that was the promise of Theranos. You know, Theranos was we're going to put like you know one drop of blood and we'll be able to do all these tests, and then with no idea how they were going to do it, but it sounded like a great <laughs> idea. But there are one little catch. But there are other companies of working on that. How much? How much? Do you, how much a sample? Is something you need to do it. What kind of tests can you do? And we've seen a big. Obviously, within the in the COVID world, we've seen this big acceleration towards those. But, you know, ideally it'd be like you just in your house, Brian, you just pulled up a thing like a little glucose bead or whatever, stick yourself. And then, no, Brian, you're still a hypochondriac. It just tells you that. <laughs> I like, Did you well, have five well, pieces well, of bacon I mean, today? Uh, I, I, I don't think they'll come back with that. I think they'll come back with um, uh, good news, bad news. Uh, uh, good news, you don't have, you know, uh, uh, virus or whatever it's called. <laughs> uh, but but uh, bad news uh, uh, dude, you do need to sharpen up that diet. I'm looking at your triglycerides right now, and it's like, like ne never let uh, a, a, a emergency go to waste or whatever. Like, if you're worried about anything, let me give you something to do. I mean, but that's like the the our modern kind of like step guides and step trackers, or like the Apple Watch or whatever, where it's like uh, the Apple Watch doesn't recognize that. I'm I'm under a lot of stress right now. <laughs> like, like it just keeps demanding that I go out and, and or the, or that I'm on burn. a plane. Like like, like yeah, right. Like, I mean, we've talked about this before, but I can't say enough just how useless and and possibly malignant the reminder to get up and move around is. Like like it quite. I, I think it 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 inures you to the necessity to do it, and it makes you just like 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 ugh, this thing again. Let me make sure to never pay attention to this reminder ever. I, I think it, it does it does bring us back to a, a larger kind of question about this our modern move toward the quantifiable self for which something like, you know, these kinds of blood tests would be uh very helpful for, which is like not necessarily that we can do it, but how does it make us better? Like, yes, we have the data, so, but like how do we synthesize it in a way that we can that we can make better decisions and and be better for it? I have an idea. Go ahead. So, you know, I, you know, I go to the doctor, you know, actually you don't even see a doctor, you go to the nurse and you're like, oh, your blood pressure is a little high. What are you going to do to fix this? And I'm like, realistically, nothing right now. Uh, like, oh, we need to do this. You know, I had this conversation with a nurse who was very concerned, very caring person, but also a very large person. And, and I'm like, it's like in my head, I'm like, you know more about this than I do. If it was easy to change your behavior and do this, we'd all be doing this. But I used to drive by a hospital in the loading dock. I would see nurses, orderlies and doctors out there smoking. And yeah. it's like I'd look at like, why are we spending money on billboards? Because clearly people got the message. It's just a matter of choice. But imagine an app. And instead, it's like, yo, Bryce, uh, you should go play some ring fit for 15 minutes. Oh. Okay. You know, like, oh, uh, you know, how about some Beat Saber? Do 10 minutes of Beat Saber. You know, like, oh, like, imagine if you just sort of, I don't know, the, the I, kind I, of sort of gamification, but. I, yeah, I mean, I, I could see buying into like a credit system where it's just like, hey, man, I'll make you a deal. Beat Saber right now, 10 minutes, you get a milkshake tonight. I'm like, oh, damn, I, I would, you, you I would love. <laughs> 
Yeah, but that, that's not going to, I can have a milkshake right now anyways. Like I can't, I mean, if I had the discipline to need to use that app that way, I wouldn't need the app. Well, I, th I think we're, we're kind of getting to the, the larger vexing problem, which is that everybody's motivated in, in different ways. And we like, th there is the question of, is the building of motivational habits instructional in that you just need to be told, Hey, do this. Or in, in Andrew's point of view, uh, there could be an integration between quantifiable self and knowing your habits enough that it could suggest that you play your favorite game or suggest that you return to these activities because by building up with that, you would see the benefits of living a more healthful life and you would want to do it more yourself. Or is it something that needs to be kind of gamified and tricked, you know, like you into doing it? Like, can you be trusted to follow instructions or is the inability to follow instructions going to totally submarine your effort to create a new habit in the, in, in, in the first place? Cause it's like in, in uh, uh, you know, your situation, Brian, if you're like, if I'm trading 30 minutes of, of beat saber for milkshakes, then really the only habit we're going to learn is that, Hey, I, I can, if I do 60 minutes of beat saber, I can get two milkshakes. I mean, and I now you're talking. Assuming that 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 works, then that'd be fine. Although I could also see uh, a tricky thing, like we were talking about uh, Pokemon Go and the various uh, uh, the new Witcher game. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, I could see a version of that that's secretly a health app, where it's just like, all right, uh, here's your score, here's your standing, and I know you have access to this amount of space around your place. And it's like, I'm going to give you a triple X bonus multiplier. Uh, if you can get there, if you can get there in the next five minutes at the very back of the seven acres, then you can get a three X bonus to get this thing. And uh, yes, I do get the points. But what I really am getting is like uh, uh, one step, two, three step, you know, like it's, it's yeah. figuring out. It's, how, it's about getting I really like that. I really like that. It's about getting people motivated, I feel like, because I, I was talking to somebody um, over the past week and I had mentioned that I go to the gym. Uh, kind of a lot now and they're like well you know how do you how do you like get the motivation to do it but i i like going i have a i go and i have a good time you know uh, working out or trying different routines well, and stuff and, but all, it, I, all it, i can all i can think of is price in like a jazzercise like huh? you know i've started it, wearing a headband because because <laughs> i can do it pastel and, like you know uh, uh just like yeah and so it's about getting motivated i think like there are so many options whether it's a ring fit or learning but, real things that once you get people over the hump they'll do it because there are similar things like what you're describing of like let's gamify exercising but those are for people who don't need the motivation and and and, and, and so we need a middle a missing link that really is a crucial thing for exercising for me is that like the, you are fundamentally dealing with two different problems when you are talking about let's get you moving from being sedentary to you already understand that when you work out these natural endorphins hit and you feel better or you feel better about yourself now we we should go into this other direction of getting you to a point where you feel the best that you possibly could based on the effort that you put in there. Because I do think that like, you know, uh, uh, look, couch to 5k is great. Mm -hmm. You are on the couch and you want to run a 5k. Once you do that, you kind of need a new framework. And I think all of the fitness stuff on some level, because entry level is the is is where the money is everything is kind of tilted toward that even the gamification stuff yeah 
I, but I like to, back to Brian's idea of the take your environment you're in, give you a place, a destination to walk to, and you could do it where, because you could mix the idea of exploring where you are to the idea of like, I live in a neighbor, I used to always do the same walk, but it's like, oh, go walk this way, go here. And this is also a mile and you'll see, you know, there be either cool AR things you might collect along the way or other things. Uh, not, not to continue giving out free plugs but that witcher game kind of has that they have quests in that game and so like one of the first things you do is you meet someone and they say hey this monster ate my horse and it just finds somewhere nearby on the map on your local map and says mm -hmm. it's somewhere around here go there and see if you can find it um that's cool yeah I, i'll check that out i i was thinking too because you could do a thing like the walking thing whatever like you could get extra points if you do it with a friend so that way oh, you're yeah, motivating yeah. a friend to go do that with you. There's 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 not enough I think of of that kind of in person or just one one and one kind of cooperative. There's it's a lot of competitive stuff, but but especially some of the beginner things. There's not a lot of like Ring Fit. Ring Fit's very cool, but it is a it's a sing it's a it's one person game. Yeah, you know? and also it doesn't take you too long to figure out like oh these are just squats. You're it's like, almost like, entirely I, I, squats, yeah. Yeah, right. <laughs> Especially well, when you do the apartment running and you just are only doing squats the entire time. And I, I love Reef, but it's two years old. I was, mm -hmm. I was hoping that yeah. I would be paying if they came out with a new, completely new game, even using some of the same exercises like every six months or so. I'd buy it. I, I think like, like, like my, my guess would be that they are building a frame because they've done a lot of DLC and they've lot of done upgrades for Ring Fit. My guess would be maybe continue plussing that until you have a format or a you know something that you can do that where every couple of years you go in and you add more more exercises or more story stuff yeah it just it's still within that universe where you know if they had you know you know marvel superheroes you know bring fit you know where you're hawkeye using the bow and you finally make him an interesting character and <laughs> whatever like there could be things like that could be cool like i could just say like just use it with different content you know that that's my that's my one gripe on get, it get so, kumail get kumail to be the uh to be the face of it all the uh the the thing i would worry about is just picking a game that's easier and i wonder if building in like the most uh like vegas has figured this out where it's like the quote unquote boring part of slots is the part where you just, you know, keep on hitting the button and spending all your money. But every so often you enter like a crazy bonus mode that, that, that they're like, Oh, this is the special game. I'm, I, I kind of won just by getting into this three X, four X, six X multiplier mode or whatever. Uh, I can see a version of a game where it's like part of it is Witcher style running around doing things, but then, but then you, you get, credits or tokens uh, you earn stuff so that when you're waiting you know in line or whatever you could play a more fun lower impact less moving around version of the game like mm -hmm. a like a like a, 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 a golf battle is that what it was called golf battle golf uh, something yeah uh, yeah yeah, yeah. Okay. But, but, but something like that where it's like it, it, like like oh man i'm so glad i went and slayed those monsters all over my neighborhood because now i have these credits to spend when i'm bored and and i don't have to go anywhere you know, I just look at it like for updates on like, here's the here's the thing from Nintendo Life: new Ring Fit Adventure trailer reminds us of reminds us of that dusty Ring Con of shame. <laughs> that I look over and I see my dusty Ring Con of shame on the floor. I I I wonder if there is uh, there we we there's so much money that gets put into like capturing the fitness and health market that 
maybe it's just a natural part of the process that people get get in get in the door and then start to figure it out themselves i don't know um i mean motivation is so important and it keeps so many people from i don't know uh getting more yeah, active. part of part of what like wouldn't like crossfit and these other things do is they have to kind of keep coming up with different things different exercises for you to do because the boredom wears in right mm. because we're only, all novelty you know, seeking entities yeah. Yeah. And once you, you, and if you're not trying to get into strength building, it doesn't matter if like, well, I flipped an even bigger tire today. It's like, I can't flip a tire, you know? Yeah. And so, and that's, that was exciting at first with VR was, you know, Beat Saber's cool. And then the, the head of the Beat Saber division at Oculus had tweeted something out and I responded, I'm like, Hey, like I would, I would gladly pay a subscription fee for like new music on there every month. Mm -hmm. Like these, download packs of like you know uh limp biscuit aren't gonna cut it <laughs> they need, like i would like to no no disrespect to right. the limp or biscuit yeah. um i would love uh uh fred durson kill me um i would love how would you kill him a like what if there was one he would sick a bunch of chimpanzees way. on him. how would he kill me no how would fred, i don't know for just yeah kill me. i mean I like know. if there was some kind of saw like that had like a chain on it. Would it be a chainsaw? Skid, uh, I mean, it might just ass raw. be me in a chair. It keeps listening. going this way. He just might break Fred Durst's face tonight. Give me something to break. Give me something to break. Sorry. <laughs> they have, so they have a Limp Bizkit one on Beat Saber? <laughs> yeah. So, uh,. Um, there's no explaining it. There's yeah. the, you can't explain it. It's, uh, sorry, yeah. it's too big to explain. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I think that I would love for like the subscription service. I could just pay for new content or something. You know, like you could I, just like keep it with a Beat Saber. Uh, I, I think I think that I think that that's that that's that's a great idea. And, and we are still in so many ways. I think at the beginning of figuring out where the a la carte versus subscription thing is, and and I. People, I think, are are a little hesitant to get into subscription uh, stuff because we have subscription fatigue, and and you know, uh, I think that it's it's looked at by some uh, users as like, oh, okay, well, here's another thing that you want me to just keep paying, uh, you know, money for month after month. But in in those situations, especially for habit forming stuff, and and also for ring fit for uh, sorry, beat Saber, if you are. Um, you know, looking at it as a fitness thing, subscriptions with, you know, equipment based fitness stuff is a gigantic part of the market, considering how big, uh, you know, Peloton and now all of the competitors have gotten. Well, and and even uh, if you don't want to go full subscription, like, um, uh, unfortunately, like, I don't know, we'll take Rock Band as an example. Yeah. Like all of those 99 cent tracks, you know, I, I carefully decided which ones I was going to buy and all that stuff. And then now it's like they're all tied to a platform that I don't use and don't have anymore. Yeah. And, mm -hmm. But whereas like um, if, if, you know, I'd, I'd drop 20 bucks for a month long you know, pass to everything right now, you know, on a random Tuesday night. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'll do it. I'll do it right now. I swear I'll to God. I'll do it. I swear. <laughs> I'll, I'll, kill, I'll, I'll kill a family of gorillas. I got uh. 24 other friends. <laughs> but you only have 12 hours to do it. You've only paid for 12 hours. Yeah. That's how they do it with, um, like the just dance games, right? Like they, like they've kind of cracked that nut a little bit with me, with where music games are now, which is not where they used to be back in the rock band days, but they've, they've recognized that people don't want to buy DLC packs. They don't want to buy big plastic instruments. 
You just want to pay. Hey, just let me pay you and do and let me do the thing. I mean, that's what the Guitar Hero was. Guitar Hero Live was an attempt to kind of be like that too. Yeah. Um, but just people, we don't have the same taste for music games as, or the same hunger as we used to back then. Well, I found a couple of TikTok videos of Fred Durst about <laughs> where is Fred Durst now, including one of him in a grocery store. <laughs> put it in the chat here just in case you're wondering that's just by, by the way that's that's the reason i never want to retire is because i don't want anybody to ever ask where where am i now <laughs> like i want to just yeah. always be there <laughs> that's amazing Ryan, he has your old haircut there <laughs> yeah, he has my current haircut <laughs> <laughs> then the next one is uh, so is this fred durst doing tiktok videos yeah, yeah 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 just him himself that's pretty great okay that's awesome Woman asks, excuse me, are you Fred Durst? And he goes, depends upon what you want. And in Spanish, she asks for watermelons. He goes, oh, that's an aisle, too. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. So, now we know. Now we know, everybody. Uh, I think that, yeah, constantly innovating, coming up with things to do, I think is sort of the way to do it. I don't think we're going to find one thing that makes it all work. Or we just come up with a pill. I'm all for that. I'd like a pill. Yeah, I don't know. Um, hmm. Uh, uh, what's funny is I want to wish for a holodeck, but a VR VR headset pretty much is a holodeck. It's pretty amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As they get lighter, I mean, as they get lighter in your battery and all this, I think we can see the pathway there. And I oh, think with uh, AR. Uh, by the way, there was a uh, discussion on one of the. Uh, uh, VR forums, I think the Vive one, asking whether or not the uh, the Vive with the knuckles interface, uh, where with the finger articulation yeah. is worth it, and the answer universally seemed to be yes, but not as worth getting the wireless one with the battery uh, pack on the back because um, um, uh, we all love our Oculus uh, uh, Rift twos, but the uh, but but they are front heavy, whereas having that battery on the back evens everything out. Mm-hmm. Apparently, that works out pretty well. So Oculus for the Quest, they've just, uh, I think they've announced like APIs for doing blended reality, which will allow you to incorporate when you're looking outside of the view. Oh, thank goodness, because I'm so tired of trying to reach for my soda just outside of the boundary. And then all of a sudden it just cuts off my communication to everyone. I'm like, I can still hear you. Or I I would like to be able, I, I I can handle hearing you as I walk outside of the boundary. Yeah, and it's so it's yeah. I think oh, Bryce has already found it. Um, that's not creepy at all. We're watching somebody do a meeting with these like, like wax figures of Zoolander. Uh, yeah, the one on the left looks like he's in Cobra Kai. Yeah, <laughs> but it's it's the the person in in control has got a slider and is able to blend. To be, yeah, the, the meeting, do, the do virtual like, meeting room that they're in, and the living room that this person is sitting in in real which life. is oddly i don't know why that would be the example of i mean what you want to do there at least anyway uh, but, cool guitar. I, yeah I, I look forward to when i'm in a meeting with real people and i accidentally reach out for my panel to just sort of fade everybody yeah, out like fade you down what are you doing I andrew look at my love uh, seat so this was a trailer they released almost a year ago showing the oculus office where this woman's got her oculus headset on She's interacting with the browser using the, the the finger touch, you know, just using the finger recognition, which is pretty good. It's and better then she than uses I expected, key- for sure. Yeah, it's it's the curious things like they have like you'll see her with the keyboard and like 
Yeah, she's all upset because she's in a kitchen and the person started using the kitchen. Um, <laughs> I need privacy. It's not enough that I've put up blinders so I don't have to see you. <laughs> but now I'm going to yeah. leave to another room as well. And then she pulls over a keyboard. I have this keyboard, by the way. So it's a keyboard that works in VR. So oh. you can actually see it when you're in the Oculus. Oh, oh that's cool. Is it and is it worthwhile? Is it good? I... I played with it just a, l- a little bit. I haven't used it much. I would say that uh, it's a different keyboard than what I'm used to. So trying to adjust as a touch typist, you can look down and see your fingers. I, I don't. I think there was a bit of a latency. There was something that yeah. I think that may have been like felt a little bit like that. But that feels you, like still. something that it's either a breakthrough, amazing device, or it's just a bit outside. Credit where it's due. Like boy, that gap is getting shorter and shorter. I never mm-hmm. would have expected the Quest Two to be uh, as close to. I mean, to be honest, the Quest 2, not in the game, but when you walk outside, is the closest to good AR I've experienced because Mm -hmm. I can keep that thing on and navigate all the way around through the house, and I get annoyed when it eventually says, okay, you're not even trying, and then just goes black. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's one of the things that I appreciate about Apple is that they often won't do a thing until, like, they're like, they'll go, no, this latency is too long. We won't do it. And not to say every company needs to be like that, but for them, it's often by the time you get it. That was remember that was made the iPhone great, the first right. iPhone. Yeah. People forget it was it was it, it, like it, there there was very little in the original iPhone that was brand new as all as all the haters were fast to point out. Well, yeah, we just seen all of this. Blah, 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 blah. Where's yeah. the physical keyboard? Palm trio. <laughs> yeah, it's just the way all of it together in one device that worked really well. That yeah. was a novelty. Turned out to be very popular. Whatever happened yeah. to the iPhone? <laughs> it's yeah. now making TikTok videos. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the iPhone uh, telling you that the watermelons are in aisle two. All right. Do we have uh, picks? Yeah, man. Uh, I, I, I think I mentioned it before. I'm finally reading uh, Brandon Sanderson's series, uh, Stormlight Archives. I'm on to book two now. Oh, boy. 60-hour-plus audiobooks. Those are long, but also there's bliss in not having to decide what you're going to listen to next. <laughs> you just hit the go button, and then the story continues to unfold. And that's a sign of Sanderson, especially somebody who loves to write, just loves it. Uh, yeah, and and also, not for nothing, um, uh, I think I might have said this two weeks ago, but boy, is he good at just starting a book off with a simple story at, that says things, and then the moment you want to think about it, he's like, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. And then five books later, it turns out that little thing that's been in front of your nose the whole time that you've been trained not to worry about turns out to be the most important thing in the whole story or whatever. Um, it's, a, it's, it's, it's a fine world, and, I, and, and uh, as, as you know, uh, Andrew, uh, with authors, the best thing you could do is build up a level of trust where it's like, I know he's not going to screw me on all these questions I have about this bizarre world uh, by the end of it. I know I'm going to get some kind of answers. I'm really, really excited about it. Yeah. yeah I mean, he's, 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 he's world-class for a reason. Uh, I, I want, my pick is uh, the, the 2020 Tokyo Olympics. 
<laughs> we okay. We we might have done like fifteen minutes of improv comedy at the at the at the backspin today. We're we're just like, uh, like hey, I want to win. I want a gold medal at the Olympics. Which one was it? The garbage Olympics. Yeah, Brian. Brian is Brian is very aggressive about taking away <laughs> taking away the achievements of every Olympian who wins any kind of medal because oh, no been, fans were watching. It must have been great to hear the crowds cheering for the oh oh <laughs> is that the one that time traveled from 2021 <laughs> back to 2020 uh so aside from the fact that uh they are bizarre and uh a year late and uh, uh possibly uh, uh ethically dubious depending on where you stand uh I uh, I don't know. I love the Olympics. I like the ability that like at any moment on uh, Peacock or any of the like seven cable channels that are simulcasting it, there's just this ADD television of somebody from the United States competing in something weird like three on three basketball or uh, kayaking or or, you know, uh, I don't know. I like I like all the weird you know, ESPN two kind of events can almost I, as much as I like the big track and field and swimming and stuff like can, that. Can I confess that I did not realize until just now when you said that, that that was the thread of between everything is it was just whatever the U S was doing. Oh yeah. I was just like, man, I'm annoyed at how can we just watch one match of anything finish? And uh, I didn't realize that they were jumping. Well, no. And a lot of it is tape delayed, which is the problem is that like you get halfway through watching something and then you're like, Oh, I want to, I wonder what, 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 uh, let me update myself on whatever's happening. And it's like, Oh yeah, it happened six weeks ago. And, (laughs) and, uh, here's a picture of the person winning the gold medal. Uh, and that's that's going to be an issue with Japan that has a fairly <clears throat> diametrically opposite kind of time zone situation, which is always a bummer with the Olympics. But uh, I did wake up at seven o'clock in the morning so I could watch our men's basketball team choke to the French. Really? Yeah. Mm. Oh, the French. <laughs> so the, the the cool part about the whenever the Olympics are held is the host country. Talk about nostalgia. To- uh, gets to introduce new sports. And if the sports catch on, they can play, but they can do sports. So do you know what the four sports are that uh, Ooh, no, I'm too real to find out? That got added. Well, I think karate got added. Uh-huh. Uh, I believe did breakdancing get added? No. Okay. God, but you're close. Great, uh, skateboarding is one of the four, correct? Correct. Well, that, that is that's like back. That, I think it, it missed one. It was there, and then it missed one. Skateboarding no, seems kind of the first time. Overdue. I think it's the first, very first time. Okay. Skate- I, no, because I thought homeboy the 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 snowboarder competed in in the Summer Olympics too. Anyway, I thought those were the X Games. Well, Jack, I'm Jack Frost. <laughs> um, she said Jack Frost. Homeboy <laughs> <laughs> oh, from the Winter Olympics, Jack Frost. Yeah, <laughs> representing Antarctica. <laughs> Um, uh, what are the other two? The other two are, and again, like this would have been an awesome 2020 Olympics. It would have been a great 2020 Olympics, no COVID, whatever. Yeah. Cause the other two are surfing. Ooh. Oh, right. Oh my right. God. Right. Right. And then sport climbing. Ooh, I oh, did yeah. see. Yeah, because I guess that's running soon. And I did see a little uh, viral video hype package about how insane sport climbing is. It is. It is. It is. 
very telegenic. Like what, whatever you might think, somebody climbing a a a a false uh, like a rock, rock a rock wall like you would find over at, yeah. at Lifetime Fitness. But you're or doing whatever. it as fast as possible. Holy yeah. cow! Uh, so that and, makes me want parkour to be a thing. That would be extraordinary. Yeah, I mean, and and you would imagine that at some point, you know, really Ooh, the question with plants though, <laughs> the, the question with parkour is. Um, you know, are you doing it more like gymnastics in that you are judging for style for and execution? Yeah. Or are you just trying to get from point A to point B as fast as possible? Ooh. I don't I don't see this being telegenic with the climbing. The the video that I saw was a lady who was going really, really, really fast up a rock wall. And I was like, that's pretty crazy. Now, I don't know if that is representative of all sport climbing just the, the viral video i saw uh was was somebody climbing very yeah i've seen i've like, seen enough crazy. of the chive in the background of various bars to know that there's some impressive like like double-handed just thrusting your body up and then grabbing the next rung stuff that 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 sometimes oh happens. yeah there's it's cool but it's like watching that over and over again it's like without like flamethrowers we've watched like you know american ninja or ninja warrior and all that sort <laughs> yeah, of stuff it's a good so point. It's like actually let's petition yeah. for that to be oh the giant butt pooped on him he's in I, the water I, i'll tell you i'm for that i think they should put uh because like I, I had never seen three on three basketball before but it's all half court in fact it's less yeah. than half court it's you just take the ball out beyond the three-point line yep and there's no three points it's just trying to get in and score and it was a women's three-on-three and it was awesome it was like really 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 high pace and it was cool because since the points are worth one and two instead of two and three that incentivizes them to go for threes way way, more often often, right yeah yeah it uh it had a um uh this is unfortunately loaded uh uh depending on how you feel about it but it had a kind of a, almost arena football vibe to it and yeah, it's like yeah. I, I would definitely go um I, uh not not to get into uh gender politics or anything but but wnba since its inception has always been like it's the exact same game uh only only with women instead of men and and uh, i feel like uh, that would be a fun way to break things out if if the wnba from its inception was was that i i i, I think it, it would probably do better uh, I got a pick. Other picks. I got a pick. Uh, I I had to do a little bit of homework on on this. Um, I kind of I kind of missed the boat the first time, um, but boy did I have a very good weekend uh, catching up and then watching uh, the new episode of Ted Lasso, which is back now on Apple TV Plus. Um, I I had only seen about the first three quarters of season one, I believe. Um, and so I still had all of the, all of that. To oh, go you got to experience the, uh, the end of season one. How wonderful! Yes. Yeah, uh, I, I want to say two different times got me crying. At least I don't even remember them now anymore. But man, this is a is a really interesting show. Um, uh, if you don't know it, it's it's about an American high school football. Um, American football college. coach. Oh, college. Yeah, college football. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, Those uh, viral. With a with a big fun celebration, yeah, and he gets brought in to coach a, a Premier League um, soccer uh, English football um, team, and he's he's a bundle of joy. He's really sweet. He's like, uh, but he's but he's a he's a he's a like a hud sucker proxy. He's a he's a patsy. He's there to be the fool, he's there, right? He's there to suck. He was brought in to to tank the team, 
Um, and I think season two is interesting. Um, I've only seen the first episode. There's a, I, I, there's a time skip. That's how it begins. I won't tell you any more than that, but I think it's an interesting way. It's a, I think it's a cool way to start. Um, just get right back into the, into the next season. Um, I'm, I'm digging it. I'm digging it. What do you guys think? Uh, I watched all of it. Mm-hmm. And in order to do it justice on Cord Killers, I'm going to have to at least review most of it because um, for reasons that are obvious, if you have seen it, uh, I couldn't hear most of the first half of it because my daughter was screaming nonstop about how awful the opening okay. scene was where nothing was shown, but something was implied. Oh, yeah. Ooh. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's that's not going to fly well with the Brushwood Daughters for sure. No, no. And it's like, I was like, I watched all of that. Why do I remember so little and found so little of it funny? And so I'm, I'm like, oh, that's right. Because I literally couldn't hear it over the howls of anger and frustration. Yeah. Um, uh, so it'll be interesting to see how this season unfolds because... Uh, especially for me, who is coming from directly from the tail end of last season, which kind of has some big moments, kind of some big climactic payoffs on some of the arcs. And uh, I'm I'm excited. I'm interested. I think that they've created an interesting new dynamic. I, I read a little uh, feature story the other day about how uh, actual professional football coaches, Ted Lasso is unsurprisingly like their favorite show. <laughs> uh, uh, there have been like, an uptick of, quoting Ted Lasso to actual players and uh, Steve Kerr, the coach of the uh, Golden State Warriors, his quote was, Ted Lasso is proof that uh, uh, in professional sports, uh, culture defeats scheme. So you want a, you want a good culture more than you uh, it would benefit you to have the perfect you know strategy. Mm, yeah. Uh, so that's my pick. Uh, uh, Ted Lasso and Apple TV Plus, they're giving out Apple TV Plus all over the place. I'm sure you can find a way to watch it for free. Yeah. Andrew, you got a pick? I do, but I'd say like one of the things you can do too is go take a look at some of the older Ted Lasso clips from NBC Sports as he worked on the character. That's right. Originally, this was, was a, a character for like yeah for NBC Sports uh, TV coverage, and 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 passed on apparently by everybody up to and including yeah. NBC, where Jason Sudeikis and Bill Lawrence both had previous relationships with previous hit things. Uh, but yeah, they passed on it. Netflix passed on it. It was it was like on its kind of last legs when it went to Apple, and now it's like the signature the Apple best show. Thing, yeah. yeah. Wow. So uh, I don't know if you you got to catch any of the Shark Week content this year. Oh. But, uh, what about they just aired? What about a special where they take a ninety year old man and let him swim with tiger sharks? Wow, uh, <laughs> that's exciting. Are you talking? What if that man's name? Oh, okay, yeah, it is the one I'm thinking of. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, what if that man's name was William Shatner? Oh, and he he had his episode called Shark Trek. Um, <laughs> Shatner is a delight to watch. He is a delight to listen to him talk, and you forget that he is 90. You forget that yeah. he is 90, and you watch him underwater. I'm watching, do what I'm doing. He's doing it better, you know. And, you know, <laughs> and he's cracking wise and stuff, and I'm like. Life goal, life goal, Andrew. You know, you got you've, you've got another half century to get there. So, wow. Uh, anyhow, if you check it out, you know, there's it's, it's you know, it's a ton, bunch of dumb gags at his expense with phasers underwater and stuff. But his just his good natured spirit and just watching 
he's 90 he's 90 and he's he's uh, you know he he went you know i've i'd heard in planning shows before like oh what about this person yeah but they won't go out we, we maybe we'll get them in the water we'll get them inside of a, a cage but we can't well, they won't go out they won't go down there and he was down there with 14 foot tiger shark was probably emma you know he's down there with the fish and the sharks and all wow. that and scuba diving at 90 that's intense wow. what a what a gamer what a gamer shatner yeah. <laughs> yeah incredible incredible you know just it's every time i listen to him talk like he's funny he's got great stories i'm like he's 90 <laughs> is it is it um like was it a special episode of of him being on it is it him a series with him you know, yeah, it's a Shark Week special, right? It's a Shark Week special. Yeah. Oh, okay. Shark Week has a bunch of specials. He had a special. Yeah. They did. Yeah. So okay. I think they did a Jackass one, too. Oh. I saw a clip of that. That was, that was a really that's that, that that is an inspired that dude, idea. That dude a, straight up got bit. <laughs> well, oh, he did? Yeah. Oh, I mean, just just blood flying oh, all out. God. Yeah. 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 They're, the trailer for their new movie looks good, too. Yeah. Uh, man, what a. Hardest the, I've ever laughed in a movie theater. The fact probably. that the fact that in our modern world in 2021 we can look at Jackass as one of the more wholesome franchises <laughs> that that we have. Like, there's nothing that it's like, hey, look, uh, uh, guys willingly getting together and uh, uh, you know doing dumb stuff and falling <laughs> down. Like, it's just kind of wholesome and nice. And and you know, most of them have gotten their drug problems in line. <laughs> okay, we can't look at the trailer while we're doing the show because it's very it's just funny. <laughs> it's just hilarious. The uh, the the thing that I read about. <laughs> This, the Jackass Forever movie is, uh, 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 I guess it was a sober set, so Bam Margera is not in it. Oh yeah. wow! Yeah, yeah. Uh, a few of the guys have have gone gone through it, including Steve O, and 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 now the vast majority of them are are on on the straight and narrow. Uh, I'm, I'm gonna assume that uh, that doesn't count painkillers. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna bet some ibuprofen. Gets to be on set. I, yeah, yeah. I, I don't. I don't know what the what the line is. I mean, considering some of the stuff that Steve-O was into, I, I I think he he probably uh he probably has to write it out a little bit more than than he would have otherwise. But uh, yeah, who knows? Uh, uh but it, it's 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 just it's so funny because I, I was watching that that Shark Week thing just on mute at a restaurant, and I'm like, oh, that's just like fun and wholesome. If you were just like a, a kid now, you'd be like, oh, look at this iconic fun wholesome gang that just gets together and finds different ways that they can hit each other in the nuts yeah nice well gentlemen it's been weird the diamond club hopes you have enjoyed this program